0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest instalment of Take 10. My name is Peter Ferrer, and I'm a litigation partner in the Harneys BVI office. Very pleased to welcome one of the stars in our BVI litigation department, Kimberly Crabb-Adams, who, apart from being my roommate, is also the president of the BVI Bar Association. Hello, Kimberly. Oh,
1: thank you for having me.
0: And I thought we'd have sort of a fireside chat, really, about sort of where you've come from, how long you've been at Harneys, why you became a lawyer, all those sort of wide-ranging... Conversations.
1: So I am from the British Virgin Islands here in Tortola, born and bred, primary school, secondary school, only left to go to college. And so you I went am... to the
0: local Elmore Stan? So or I was went it, to... was it was called BVI
1: High. High at the time. Oh, okay. Elmore Stan is a recent name, though I've been out of school now. <gasps> 20 years gasp
0: after high school you went to was it Canada
1: so after high school no I did the um, HLSCC HLVD South Community College here in BVI so I did that for two and a half years and I did legal studies at at HLSCC after that I went to Canada and I did a degree in political science (laughs) see I'm a politician at heart and after my political science degree I took a year gap and I came back home and I worked for a year and that's during the period where we were. Reviewing the constitution for the first time. And that was,
0: was it AG's office
1: or? No. So I actually had a special project where I was working with the Constitutional Review Commission. So it was out of the Premier's office, but I had a separate department that I was ahead of and I worked directly with the commission. So I was the admin officer that pretty much did everything. Set up the meetings, traveled with the commission throughout the territory, recorded the minutes, You know, sort of hands-on with that process, and that was in 2006, 2007. After that, I went back to university to do my law degree. And um, where was that? In Durham, in England, the northeast of England.
0: how, How did you find the difference in temperature?
1: Well, having studied in Canada, I think I was pretty fine. It was cold. It was a different kind of cold to Canada. You know, I adapted easily. But I really liked Canada and Durham because they were pretty small cities, in comparison to like places where my siblings for instance went to university in like big American cities that I was like oh, wouldn't survive it so I had a really good experience in Canada and in the UK so I did my law degree there and then when I finished my law degree I did the bar vocational course in London which was a culture shock for me because now London was a big city and I did that at BPP but that was quite interesting as well I made some really really great friends on the bar course friends that I still have today and even in Durham you know, I mean Some really great friends there, so it was it was good.
0: And did you always want to practice back in the BVI? I always wanted to practice back in the BVI.
1: I had no interest at all in you know remaining in in the UK. And I think that had a lot to do with my own sort of upbringing. You know, being very sort of sheltered, growing up in the BVI. This is all that we know. Yes, I've travelled, but here was home for me, and I didn't really see the necessity for broadening my horizons outside of the BVI. So at that time, it was for me study come back home. That's it. It was only after I came back home. Now, I've now been working with Harneys officially as an adult for just over 11 years. When I came back home to work as an adult with Harneys, for the first two years, I think it was fine. I was happy. I felt like Harneys was very much like home because I job trained here as a teenager when I was in, in high school. And so I've had a relationship here. I came back every summer and you know worked in the corporate services side of the business. But I, you know, I came back. It was only when I started my law degree that I worked in the law firm side of the business. But it was it was a great experience. And I saw people that I had known, you know, throughout my teenage years. And so sort of I felt like I was growing with the firm, although I wasn't here full time all the time.
0: It must have been probably quite a small firm, I imagine. back sort of,
1: It was it yeah, wasn't when you were it wasn't that small in, in the grand scheme. It was still quite large. It was a lot larger than other places in VVI. Like I did a stint at other places during my studies and they Don't were much manage. small no not naming them um, they were much smaller than our team here because At the time that I I trained, we were in one building, you know, the services side of the business and the law firm, we weren't in, you know, two buildings like we are now. And so it was quite, quite a lot of us, but it still felt like home. So I came here and I decided, you know, this is where I wanted to be. And, you know, I was very comfortable and happy and content. But then I think as I started to get exposure to the law and, you know, really getting into the nitty gritty and practicing and seeing the sort of work that we were doing and getting a level of exposure to, you know, really high-profile cases and stuff and seeing where the work was coming from, I thought to myself, wait a minute, I can't stay here. (laughs) I can't stay in BVI.
0: So where did you get?
1: And so I went to Hong Kong. And I was really grateful to the firm, you know, for enabling me to do that. You know, at the time I had been newly married, had had a son. And so it was a tricky decision for me to take. But I think it was one where I thought, you know, there are so many BVI persons that I know who would have had to leave their children at some stage to go abroad to further their education you know in those instances that i could think of it was you know leaving bbi to further their education i wasn't going to further my education i had a, a spouse who was very supportive and said you know what i think this is a great opportunity if you can go i could take care of the baby you should go it's
0: very supportive as well.
1: Uh, yeah and so i decided you know what i'll take the opportunity and i went to hong kong and I think it was probably the single most important decision of my career to have embraced that opportunity and go to Hong Kong. Very different city, very different lifestyle to what I was used to. But I had the most fantastical experience of my career living in Hong Kong. In, in thought... central or where? where, where,
0: where you? So
1: when I when I moved to Hong Kong, I was living in the west. So the west of Hong Kong Island, it was called... And I'm going to try my, my Cantonese. Please don't judge me. But it was Sai, And that was Davo Road West. And so I took a tram into the office. Not very far, but it was very very different experience than, you know, when I would get on the tram to come in. It was filled with people going into Central for work. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to survive this? But then it became a part of my routine. And mm. it took me less than 10 minutes to get into the office on the tram. And so that's what I did For like the first year That I was there And then I how, moved How
0: long did you stay Hong Kong? I
1: stayed just Under two years Wow um,
0: And you were coming back To see your family And so they were come to see you
1: what we did I did the long haul flight And my husband would meet me In somewhere in the States So we would either meet in New York Or we would meet in Florida And we did that Just about every three months So wow. it was quite expensive But I would do it On like long weekends I would just fly out And because mm. I was flying Back in time I would sort of gain a day flying back. I would lose a day coming back, mm-hmm. but I would always gain a day.
0: And what sort of work were you doing
1: in Hong Kong? So the work that I did, I think one of the great things that I had the experience to do while I was in Hong Kong was client face. Because normally here in BVI, we do a lot of our inverted commas client facing over the phone, whereas when I was in Hong Kong, I was able to market directly, you know, with with our clients, and I was also able to have meetings where clients came into the office, you know, and and sat down. And I remember this particular client, and it was not long after I had arrived, and I thought that my partner in Hong Kong was fantastic because I think he is the sort of person that throws you in the deep, and it's either <laughs> sink or swim. And so the first client that I had was a client that came in, and he was like, "You're going to this meeting with me. I'm going to introduce you to the." client. We're gonna see what he wants, and you are going to be responsible for getting him what he wants. And I thought, that's great. You know, I'll have my partner there with me. And so we went to this meeting with this guy, and he's setting up what he wants. And then the partner says, Well, guys, I'm so sorry. I just came to introduce Kim. I really have to get to another meeting. Very lovely to meet you. You're in very capable hands. Kim will take care of you. And he left. <laughs> and there I was. Obviously, he's still on emails, but he left me in that meeting with this guy. And I mean, I was terrified. It turned out that the guy, he needed structuring advice. And, you know, there was some lit- litigation elements that he had lots of companies registered in BVI. He just had no clue and, you know, just needed us to assist him. So there was some cross-selling between us and the litigation team and the corporate services provider. I think because I had worked in corporate services in BVI as a teenager and early 20s, you know, I knew a lot of things to sort of stare him in the direction of. And- so the
0: partner had confidence in you, not to be a
1: he didn't <laughs> abandon me. Um, he thought that I had what it took to deal with the client. The client and I, he, he became my client. He later said to me, you know, when I came into the meeting, you were quite young. And so when the partner left, I thought to myself, what's going on? But he must know what he's doing. And then he said, but you're Fantastic. You know, he became my client for the time that I was in Hong Kong. And even after I came back, he was my client for quite some time. I did quite a bit of shareholder disputes when I was in Hong Kong. That was mostly the sort of work that I did. Obviously, I was never lead, but I got to be like a second or third on a big dispute between shareholders matter. And I think one of the matters that I became involved in, it started when I was in Hong Kong. I left Hong Kong. I came back to BVI. I had another baby. It went all the way to the Privy Council. There was a retrial. It has followed me. It came back.
0: <laughs> 14 years, I think. Yeah, was it
1: did year. took mm-hmm. 14 years. And recently that matter ended. And, you know, that was one that I, I saw from the very, very beginning through various stages of my career. I thought that was fantastic, you know, to have been there from the beginning.
0: And what advice would you have for current students that are looking forward to their career? They're not quite sure what to do. What advice would you have?
1: Them? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I don't know that as a teenager you really have a true sense of what it is that you want to do. When I was in high school, I said that I wanted to be a lawyer. Obviously, I had no idea what that entailed. I was not one that watched a great deal of television, so it had nothing to do with television. It was almost as if I was hearing people say, I think you would be good at law, because what I really liked was debating... And I was on, you know, national debate teams and I traveled for the territory for debates and, and I absolutely loved debating. And so I was told, you know, maybe you should explore a career in law. Before that, I had thought I wanted to be a doctor. Did not want to be a doctor at all. Probably sounded good. So I think for me, it has to be that you find inside you what it is that you really like and you research things that will assist you in enhancing or building on those things that you do like. I remember speaking to a young lady once and she said to me that she wanted to be a lawyer and I said why is it because I really love speaking with you know young people especially I guess because I am from BBI I have a very close affinity to to students you know I do the national debates every year I've been doing them for many years so I really quite like interacting with the students spoke to this young lady brilliant brilliant mind and she said I want to be a lawyer and I remember she went to college and she was doing sort of general studies and she would call and she would would say you know I really like this finance course and I she would always talk about finance and numbers in her accounting courses and what she wanted to be a lawyer and I said to her so so what about your you know your literature courses what about your you know social sciences and she's like oh yeah they're okay but you know finance and I said babes you don't want to be a lawyer you want to go into finance you want to go into something with numbers because that's where your passion is that's where I hear the life in you and now she's you know she's she's an accountant and absolutely loves it But I think that example reminds me to say to people it's not what you think sounds good it's what you think is important what energizes you what Um, excites you what drives you forward and then you match that with a profession that will enable you to grow in that space that excites you as a teenager saying that you want to be a lawyer you have no idea what it is to be a lawyer you know no one taught me (laughs) about the long hours and you know going to sleep with cases on your mind and you know things on your mind you know it's a lot of hard work lots of professions are a lot of hard work but it has to be something that excites you and that energises you and that motivates you and so for me that's what I would say to anyone who says that they want a career in law
0: excellent we could talk for hours actually as we often do with my roommates. it has been very good to have you work, Kimberly and uh, no doubt those words of, of wisdom will be well received thank you very many thanks for listening to this episode of Take 10 new episodes are being launched each month so be sure to subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thank you very much much.